0: My name is Amanda.
1: And I'm Kristen.
0: And And we we are are the Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode four. We are going to be talking about Audition that came out in 1999, at least in Japan. Yes. Multiple releases in different countries. So it spans from like 1999 to 2001. And Mm -hmm. if you find this movie, obviously we're talking about it, so we highly recommend it, but it is subtitled. Yes, it is. It's Japanese horror, so... And it's worth the subtitles.
1: I think so. I think it's really well written. There are some subtitles where you're not quite sure what's going on still. Yeah. But I think
0: it's worth it. I do too. Um, This was a really... I have... This is the most notes I've made on a movie yet. And it was really hard because I was watching it and I was trying to read what was going on. And make notes. Yeah. (laughs) So I would be like watching the screen and writing notes. And so my handwriting is just god awful in some of these. (laughs) So the premise of this movie is... It opens with this woman in a hospital bed with her husband next to her. Mm -hmm. She's clearly dying. And while he's at her bedside on his knees next to her, she does pass away. Mm -hmm. And the young son, his young son comes in and it was awful. He brought an art project for his dying mother. And he walks in the room and she has gone and he's like, I brought this for mommy. And the dad's like, oh shit, how do I tell him? Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to seven years later, and it's the dad and the son, and he's a teenager, and they're. It was really sweet. I thought their relationship was really sweet. Yeah, I agree. I even wrote down, you know, it opens with them fishing and kind of bantering back and forth about the size of the fish they're catching and this whole contest. And it even has a scene where they're at dinner and they're like checking on each other's mental health. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really sweet, especially because I was thinking the whole time, it's interesting to see. I know this might sound kind of stupid, but how. Alike the cultures are when it comes to grief. And
1: Absolutely. I really liked that. Like yeah. you, you understood what was going on between these family members the yeah. whole time. Yeah. And you actually felt similar to it. I liked that a lot.
0: And they weren't, you know, staunt. There was actual emotion. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, okay, just get over it. Because these are two men. You know, and sometimes right. it's like, oh, get over it. We don't cry. Dah, dah, dah. But it clearly shows mm-hmm. the struggles that they're going through and that they're on, you know, keep checking on each other. His son tells him at a dinner that he seems dispirited, is the word they use, and that he should remarry. Mm-hmm. And the dad thinks about this, and he's like, hmm, you know, maybe I should remarry.
1: Yeah, it had been seven years about, at that point? Yeah. It was seven years. Yep,
0: cuts to seven. Seven years later. Seven, yes. That's what years. I have written <laughs> down. And, um, and he tells his colleague that he should remarry because his son said he seems dispirited. Mm-hmm. And he is a film producer. Mm-hmm. or they are film producers yep. and so his colleague comes up with this you know well what kind of girl do you want and he basically says well I want her to have skills and specifically he wants her to play piano or some kind of instrument which is sing. what his wife used to do exactly. so he wants to bring that back exactly sing dance something musical and creative like that and his friend says we should hold an audition but make it seem like it's a film audition mm-hmm. but it's really an audition for your next wife which is pretty fucked up, though.
1: It is. They they lie to these women. That kind of sucks.
0: Yeah. It but does. the but colleague... He, he
1: does say that they might actually make the movie. It just doesn't pass everything it needs to. Right. So, I mean, they are kind of trying to be honest.
0: Yeah. And he has these, basically, I wrote down files of women mm-hmm. he's going through. And this one, even before the actual audition really catches his eye Mm -hmm. and it says that she was a ballet dancer for 18 years but Mm -hmm. that she injured her hip it basically in her they had to write an essay and it said it was like accepting death and for some reason that line really caught his attention
1: this actress in real life was a model she had never acted before he just found her because she was beautiful that's so i mean makes sense in that respect that she
0: was captivating. Absolutely. Yeah. To this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go to the actual audition. And it's just basically this long scene of all these women coming in. Um, they're sitting in a chair and they're asking them some questions. Some were invasive and about sex. And some were family questions and mm-hmm. very lighthearted. And um, the auditions, I noticed, were every 10 minutes. So they're really quick. It's not like they're getting to know. Right.
1: But they kept running behind,
0: too. So yeah,
1: they're asking a lot of questions,
0: obviously. Right. And there was even one that, like took her shirt off, she's like, hey, (laughs) boobs. But you only see boobs really once in this movie, and it's Mm -hmm. just for a quick second. So it doesn't dwell on the whole sexual aspect to keep you interested, which I really like. So this woman's name is Asami? Asami? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she comes in, and she sits down, and she says she's unemployed officially, but works in a bar like three nights a week for her friend. Mm -hmm. And she's very mild-mannered. She seems intelligent and... He tells her Aoyama is the main character mm-hmm. that he was very impressed with her essay, and basically because she spoke so eloquently about her pain and her trial of being a ballet dancer, right, and losing her dream, and she is in all white was the first thing I noticed, mm-hmm. and that doesn't stop every the whole film. Every single outfit she's mm-hmm. in, she's wearing all white, and which
1: I, really draws attention to her throughout the film so that was a very good
0: decision for the director to make yeah and you don't have to be like super film inclined to get Mm -hmm. that symbolism you know she's again she's very soft spoken they say that she is obedient and all of these Mm -hmm. things he's looking for in a wife but his colleague said she walked out of the room and his colleague said she made me nervous and she made me want a cigarette
1: listen to your friend who is telling you she's creeping you out yeah I'm sorry, if I were dating and you told me someone creeped you out, I would not be with them.
0: Yeah, because you should trust me. Yes. <laughs> I would not tell you. I want oh you to God, be no. successful in love. Like, you know. So yes. obviously your friends cause this guy's the one pushing for him to remarry. Right. So if he's like, dude, she's she's Something creepy. is off. Um, she says she's represented by this man mm-hmm. at this agency at this music studio. They find out later that he's been missing for a year and a half. Yeah. And somebody even tells this guy that's looking for this wife that, hey, you know, this might not be a big deal, but she said she was represented by this guy, and we looked into this guy, and he's been missing for, like, a year and a half.
1: Exactly. And she just comes up with some plausible thing on why, you know, she didn't actually meet him in person. She was just told to use his name and...
0: Well, I kind of lied. I haven't actually talked to him or seen him, but he was supposed to represent me. Whatever. But I think it really stuck out to me, like, how soft-spoken she would make eye contact. They made her a meek character to begin with. Which she's not. Not at all. Which we find out. It's a pretty predictable movie, but it's good.
1: Like, you know she's going to be the bad guy. She's spooky.
0: But it's really good. Yep. He calls her back that night because he's so excited about her and he wants to meet up with her again. And this is... I'm pretty sure he calls her back after he even finds out that she lied about knowing the music producer. I think so. And his colleague is encouraging him to continue to talk to all these different women, but he almost immediately decides, I only want her. I'm only interested in her. I don't care about any of the other ones. Right. You can tell he's really invested and fascinated with her. Yep.
1: And... I'm not going to say love, but he has met with her one-on-one in person they have gone to lunch at this point so he is kind of creating a little bit of a relationship with her so there is is some
0: genuine care on his part yeah absolutely and again he even when he's going through her file before he actually meets her in person he's like something really drew him I mean he had I would say almost Mm -hmm. hundreds of these files folders yeah Mm -hmm. with these photos of these women and he just thumbs through and just stops on her Pulls her out, and all of a sudden, this is who he wants. And he was excited about her audition the whole time he was auditioning other women.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: was waiting yes. to see her. He was tracking it as they would pass by people looking exactly. for her name. Exactly. Even when Aoyama says, I'm only interested in her, his colleague is like, I don't know, something is right. Yeah. You should keep looking. Every single time he basically mentions being with her or being in love with her, somebody this colleague mainly is mm-hmm. like there is something really wrong here
1: and he actually asks him not to talk to her yeah for a little while don't call her for a few days see if she is on the up and up i mean if you don't if you don't call someone for a few days and they are crazy the crazy is gonna show yeah so
0: i get what his friend is doing absolutely and they can't find any information about her at all they can't find no. the bar she works at i mean these are professional this is a movie studio mm-hmm. they can't find any background information on her right they can't find the bar that she works the bar can't even be located where she says it is and so he basically i wrote he advises him to chill the fuck out <laughs> and then he says okay i'll i'll calm down for a little while mm-hmm. i won't call her immediately and it basically cuts to her
1: at least a few days
0: later yeah like
1: how long has this
0: been? She's just sitting there, curled up in, like, a fetal position against the wall, yes. and there's a phone right next to her, and what I'm going to call the body sack. Yes. It's, the like... The sack. The sack. It's just over there in the corner. It's just sitting there in this frame, and, like, nothing's happening with yep. it at first, so she's just sitting there hunched over. It's very typical, like, grudge ring-esque. God, yes. Her hair is That's just draped. Why I hate it so much. Her hair is just, like, draped over her. She's hunched over and she's literally just been sitting by the phone for what yep. they make seem like days, just sitting waiting there, not for anything. this, waiting for this call. Yep. I literally wrote down, he finally cracks and he calls her,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: pretty much as the phone rings, the bag fucking moves, and she
1: she's still not picking the phone up, no, but no. it's obviously causing a problem because yeah,
0: the bag rolls across the floor, yeah, and then it switches scenes. So I thought it was a body, but no, whoever is in that bag or whatever is in that bag uh-huh. is alive. Uh-huh. So she's keeping it. Yes. As like a really fucked up pet. Yeah. Um And Do you think
1: maybe it might be the music producer that's been missing for a year and a oh, half. You oh think? No, maybe. no way.
0: <laughs> and so I literally I said the bag fucking moved. There's a person in there. WTF <laughs> in my notes. And so he starts courting her. Mm-hmm. They start going to dinners and they start, you know, talking more on the phone and... It moves really fast. It does move I really feel, fast. I
1: know it's a different culture, so I can't say anything for that. Maybe it does move that fast yeah. there. Probably does. I don't know. It felt, like, really fast to me.
0: Well, the son he, seemed okay with it. Yeah, he, like... The son's like, you should probably get remarried. And then he holds this audition. And then he courts her. It shows, like, two or three times they go out mm-hmm. to lunch slash dinner. And then he tells his son that she's only 24...
1: Which is also crazy. And his
0: son's probably like 16 or 17. Yeah. Um, And this guy's probably in his, like, I'd say late 40s, early 50s. Or maybe even mid-50s. Yeah. And his son is like, oh, okay, cool. Good on you, Dad. It's like, And he originally
1: even said he didn't want anybody too young. That seemed to me like too young. I figured what he meant was, like, late 20s, early 30s. So that seemed very young to me.
0: Yeah. It definitely... And everybody's fine with it. Yeah. It's
1: cool. He, his son even talks, are you going to propose to her? And the father goes, I'm going to propose to her, and then you'll meet her later. Wait, 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 wait. You're okay with proposing to a woman that your son's never even met?
0: And the son's like, oh, cool. I don't get that one yeah. at all. He says that he's going to propose on this weekend trip. Yes. Yeah. His and son's so, never
1: met her. No, no. No, no. <laughs> oh,
0: different, different cultures. Change. I get it. But it may not even be that. It That's may true. just be, and the film may have been set up like, we're going to get through all this, like, oh, okay, we're not going to span this over a year. She's going to be crazy immediately, and right. he's going to be in love with her immediately, you know, or whatever. So it cuts to this weekend trip that he's supposed to propose to her. And he's just sitting there in their hotel room, like, oh, what should we do before dinner? I hated this whole scene. Because you were... Creeped out. She's so creepy. Yeah, but her, she's taking her clothes off. So who but cares? She's Kristen? so robotic <laughs> oh about God. it. She's yeah.
1: like walking over to him, very robotic, turns the light off, walks back and to the And he's just bed. talking about what
0: they're gonna do for dinner. Yes. And the chef, like he's just making conversation she and she's
1: stripping very she
0: turns away from him yes. and just starts unbuttoning, and he's like, So you know you don't want to go to dinner?
1: Yeah! And then she lays on the bed, puts a sheet over herself and says, I want you to see all of me.
0: She calls him to bed and asks him to come to her, but to not take off his clothes yet, to just look at her body. And she's under the covers, and it very slowly pans from her feet, and she's pulling this sheet up, and it stops right before you see the bits. Yes. Right. (laughs) Like, literally right before. And so on her upper thighs, there are these two. I, I thought they were really deep scars from cuts mm-hmm. that's what i thought, thought but too. yeah she says she just tells him um she burnt herself when she was little and that she wants him to to know all of her and right. see all of her which that could be right out of a rom-com that's it's the way that she is that's yes. creepy it's not necessarily what she's saying because if you were to put let's say like i don't know liam hemsworth and like some other like rom-com actress and they said these same things it'd be different but mm-hmm. this this woman crazy yeah
1: it's not like showing when you tried to kill yourself on your wrists and trying to let someone understand that no 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 it's super creepy yeah and then they sleep together mm-hmm. and from there on out the rest of the movie is fucking crazy that's all yeah. i'm gonna say it's and crazy
0: i literally quoted too and i made sure i got this quote right um before they have sex she says please love me only me. Yep. Only me. Only me. Over and over. Yeah. And I texted you and I was like, oh, she means like, he can't love his kid. He can't love his dead wife. He can't have any friends. Nobody. He can't have a dog. Nothing. Nothing. Like, just her. Just her. Fucking crazy. Of course, he thought like, oh yeah, I'm not going to cheat on you. Yeah, Because, absolutely. and she goes and says. I think he does love her at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And she's like, all men have been the same and they say they'll only love me, but they never do. And he's like, oh wow, those men are assholes. I would never right, cheat on exactly. you. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, well, that's, that's, not, what n- she means. No, that's <laughs> not what she means. No, that's not what she means. And after sex, he wakes up and she's gone. Yep. And she just totally disappears and it just cuts back to him and his colleague. And he's stressed at this point. Yeah. You can definitely feel it. Absolutely. And he says uh, she's disappeared. He can't contact her. And he decides to look... F- for her on his own. He's going to go out and look for her. And his colleague says, I am not helping you find her. I think you need to bail. Exactly. And that's when it gets intense because they actually kind of fight about this because yes. he's basically like, fine, I'll do it without you and slams the door. And the colleague is like, please don't do this. Yeah. There's something wrong he with knows. her. He knows. He feels that she's crazy. Yep. And then this is where it gets really hard to explain because you don't know if what's happening is a hallucination, a dream, if it's her memory. If it's real and we're just looking into the past Mm -hmm. who knows what's going on because it cuts to this he's walking to this ballet studio yes where she used to dance take classes Mm -hmm. yeah and it's rundown it's boarded up but you hear this faint piano music playing Mm -hmm. and he walks in and there's this old man in a wheelchair how did the old man in the wheelchair get in this boarded up place he literally has to take boards off them how did he get in there I don't know unless he's just not but it's literally a an empty room yep. with a piano. It's yes. not like there's a fridge in the corner and a cot on the floor, you know? And I was also thinking, so everyone knows that it's Japanese culture to take off your shoes when you enter a place. And I was thinking, oh, this is all hardwood. What happens if you start running with socks on? You're you going to fall. <laughs> you're going to slide across the floor. So I was like, ooh. I never thought about that in, like, Japanese yeah. horror films. Imagine how hard it would be to yeah. take off running on hardwood floor with socks on. I've
1: never thought of that before. Mm.
0: Yeah, now it's, it's awful.
1: Now it's gonna, like...
0: I can't even walk in my kitchen without sliding across the floor. So if I was really trying to get away from somebody, that would be... Anyways, side note, but... <laughs> he asks if it's Mr. Shimada, which I think is the music producer that went missing.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. But you don't know if it is or not at this point. Right. I, w- I immediately was like, oh shit, it's the music producer. He's mm-hmm. She's been keeping him hostage in this room. And he asks, "Have you smelled her? Have you tasted her? Have you touched her? All these like really weird things." And he basically just laughs and he's like, "Go home, go home. You need to go home." Yeah. There's some crazy ass person right there telling you to bail. She's fucking crazy. And yeah. he's obviously fucking crazy. So if you've got right. a crazy person, that's like get away from the other crazy home. person. Yeah. You should run. Yeah. And one thing in this movie that I was. It, kind of liked and I disliked was everyone's telling him to go and he's like no 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 so it's like it's kind of annoying Mm -hmm. because it's like you're so stupid but then there's a reason like why is she so enticing Mm -hmm. there's something about her because you find out later that he's not the only one right
1: she's done this multiple times and people are fascinated with her
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and so what is what is that what is so alluring about is it her mystery is it her obedience is her shyness meekness whatever the case may be so it's just interesting. Why can't he shake this girl off? I mean, his wife died. He's gotten over worse things than exactly. losing a girlfriend.
1: I feel like she's just such a chameleon to the people that she finds. Yeah. Because you find out later that maybe not everything she's saying is on the up and up.
0: Like, There's, literally none of
1: it. Exactly. There's a lot of things where she says one thing and then you find out something else but it could also be a third thing yeah. so I feel like she probably just shows
0: these men exactly. what they want yeah, exactly what they want well you, she's obviously a master manipulator yes because she's gotten every single one of her victims to fall head over heels for her yes pretty much right off the bat so while he's at this ballet studio it cuts to what you think is her childhood what it's painting is her childhood right and you see her dancing she's probably like Eight, nine, ten, something like that. And you see this man that was in the wheelchair. She all of a sudden is sitting on the ground with her legs spread open. And he takes yes. these burned, like metal, they're like, and he basically brands her, right? Yeah. On her upper thighs and between her legs. Yes. And that's all you get. That's all it shows you.
1: We don't know why or we who don't this know. is. I mean, okay, assuming that she's a little girl and that he's doing this because he's a pedophile, most pedophiles are just gonna rape that little girl why is he burning her on her thighs Mm -hmm. that's weird yeah what is going on
0: and it it doesn't
1: you don't get an answer
0: yeah and you get a little bit more insight towards the end but right there you're just like who the fuck why the fuck that's all you get and so then it cuts back to him and he is now going to go to the bar that she supposedly works at. Mm -hmm. And so he goes and he meets this man in this building and he's basically like, oh yeah, the bar has been closed for over a year and the owner was murdered and chopped up. And not only that, but the police found three extra fingers, an ear, and a tongue. Yes. Just so...
1: How many people has she killed, tortured, kidnapped whatever term you want to use how many people has she done this to because we're talking at least two right
0: there and it has to be incredibly professional because she's maybe like 120 pounds yeah and these are big men yes so i mean you find out we'll get to it kind of what her methods are Mm -hmm. but dude yes that is some precision and i admire it personally (laughs) This movie picks up really fast. It does. So, it's like uh, an hour and like 20 minutes of buildup. And them yes. establishing their relationship. And, and then and that last half an hour just immediately. Goes. So, it, after he finds out th- about this murder at this bar, mm-hmm. he's a little sketched out right obviously he's starting to feel creeped out he's starting to good. question her yeah Bionic. I mean if somebody said we can't find any information on her this bar doesn't even exist this music producer is has been missing I would immediately be like oh she's bad news yep we should call the cops first of all exactly have, have her looked into but it cuts back to his house and this whole movie has got little scenes where they're playing with their family dog or they make it a point to show the dog and you know his name and it cuts to he's basically got like a i guess a maid somebody that comes out and helps him clean his house and you know cooks for him sometimes and it cuts to her feeding the dog and then she leaves and then i literally wrote down oh no
1: yeah, it's not a, the dog. It's a horror movie, so...
0: And it's not like the It's not like the blob. It's not, like <laughs> not going to be nice to the poor puppy. So she breaks into the house. And this is where I thought the cinematography got interesting because it cuts from her view to third person. And that's the only time in the movie that it really does this. Mm-hmm. It goes to her and you're seeing it through her eyes and she goes into his study and sees the picture of his wife. Yes. And then you immediately know. Okay, she's pissed. Yeah, she throws a fit Yeah, in his house. Yeah, fucks it all up. Yes. And then she sees his bottle of scotch, and that's really the last thing you see her see. Yep. His son doesn't come home that night. You hear him leave a message on the machine that he's staying in a friend's house. A friend's mm-hmm. house. And then you, he comes home, and he sits in his chair, and he's, you can tell he's mulling things over, and he's really concerned, and... He starts drinking his scotch, and then he you quickly figure out that he's been drugged. Yes. And then as he passes out, there's either, like, a flashback, again, flashback hallucination, dream. Yeah,
1: whatever is going
0: on. Insight to her life. You kind of get to know her a little bit through right. these. And I'm not saying anything justifies it, but you kind of get, like, a glimpse into her past. If it's real. Exactly. If it's even real. If it's real. And... She, the flashback, she's talking about her family, and she was sent to her uncle's house after her parents divorced, and she was abused. She was forced into ice-cold baths and got pneumonia. She was pushed downstairs, and she broke bones, and then her doctors started to notice this and sent her back to her mother, but her mother had remarried, and her stepfather apparently hated her, and all day until her mother got home, she would sit in a dark room and do nothing mm-hmm. because her stepfather hated her. And when she's talking about all this abuse, she basically says ballet purified her darkness. And it was the only reason she didn't kill herself.
1: Which creeps me out. Not yeah. not that she didn't kill herself, because that's cool. There's lots of people that choose something that brings them out of darkness like mm-hmm. that, but purified her darkness. That's why
0: I have it in quotes right here. That's creepy. Yeah, I literally have it in quotes, purified her darkness. And while she, this, she's saying all this to him while he's having a hallucination of them at dinner, basically... Mm-hmm. And in this dream hallucination, whatever you want to call it, he sees a table of his family, his deceased wife and his son. And his wife turns to him and says, she is no good for you. Mm-hmm. She isn't good for you. So even you're you're even having hallucinations of your dead wife telling you to run. At right. this point, he's passed out. He's immobilized. It's too late. Exactly. Sadly. And then it cuts to this random blowjob scene. Do you remember the blowjob scene? where,
1: like, every woman he knows yeah. tries to go down on him. So there's yeah. this
0: secretary, and she's in the beginning saying, hey, I'm getting married, like, trying to get his attention, and she tries to get his attention a couple times. So it clues you in that he has slept with her. Yeah. And then it it's Asami is starting out this blowjob sequence. I'm mm-hmm. sorry for all our family. <laughs> um, and this, basically, it turns into all the girls he that you've seen in this movie even his son's girlfriend yep and he's starting to get like oh my god freaked out and he's imagining himself or seeing himself or whatever this sequence is in her house where you saw her sitting by the phone and after all these the bag blowjob see or whatever is happening there you see the body sack and once he sees it he trips over it and then all the girls disappear and this man emerges yep. like an animal. And he is, guess what? Missing three fingers, an ear, and his tongue. So he's literally just like... And mm-hmm. his feet. Right. She's cut yep. those clean off. He yes. can't do anything. And she, she comes he can't in... can't leave her? No. She comes in and she has a bowl and she feeds him like a dog.
1: But what you're missing is that... What she's doing in the kitchen is vomiting into this bowl. Yes. And then she feeds that she's vomit to him. baby birding it. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: <sighs> crazy. Yes. And then it shows this guy that you saw in the wheelchair at the uh, ballet studio, mm-hmm. which made me think that he might have been the crazy uncle that abused her. But, again, you never get clarity because it cuts to the crazy uncle saying, dance for me, you bitch. I'll torture you as usual. Exactly. So it could does have been. Does that mean that the uncle is the dance instructor? Is he the same guy? Is he That's a different what, guy? You don't, you don't I mean, know. Who is this? You don't know. Does he Or does he exist. just like her, does he like watching her dance? Exactly. Is he, is he really a pedophile? You just don't know. It never mentions anything about her being sexually abused, just physically abused. Right. And so it's him taunting her and then she just fucking goes over there And take some piano wire. And this is when, also I want to mention about the direction of the scenes. Mm -hmm. When she starts torturing people, the expressions on her face, the acting, it is pure joy. It is ecstasy. And she cuts, I thought she was just going to cut his throat because she just Mm -hmm. kind of moved it back and forth. But then she just cuts his head clean off with the piano wire.
1: She's having so much fun in that whole scene.
0: Yep but then it cuts back to him on the floor and he's like half conscious at this point. And this scene, I will have to warn you, if you're, you're an animal lover, this I saw this and I'm sitting in bed with my dog and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, she turned that dog's head clean around. Yes.
1: You don't see the death. So if that's what bothers you, it's it's not that part of it, but you do see the dead body.
0: Yeah, and it's pretty nasty. I mean it is. It's, it's it's gruesome. Horrible.
1: Yeah. I hate the animal deaths, but it could have been worse,
0: yeah. I guess. So then crazy bitch emerges in the living room. <laughs> and she injects him with a paralyzing agent so he can't really move or fight her. He can move a little bit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but he she injects it into his
1: tongue. And she flat out tells him that he, he can feel everything,
0: he just can't move. Mm-hmm. It heightens the pleasure of yeah. the torture. Mm-hmm. for her mm-hmm. the first thing she fucking does is she takes these I don't know if they're like they look like they're okay. acupuncture needles that's what I was going to say they mm-hmm. look like acupuncture needles they're really long yes. but she shoves them into like the tenderest and part. she
1: shoves them really deep yeah into the tenderest they're not, not just is. like right there in your no. skin
0: there, she's shoving them into the most tender parts of his stomach. And she even makes a point to say, yes. I bet that hurts, doesn't it? Or something like that.
1: And I love how she swabs his stomach so he doesn't oh. get an infection. She, she sterilizes him. You,
0: you're
1: you going to torture him, possibly kill him, but oh no, we don't want an infection.
0: We don't want sepsis. What the? What? <laughs> well, because what if she wants to keep him alive? Oh, <laughs> you gross. can't go septic and just stay alive for tortures. That's true. And she, before she does this, she says, I have this in quotes too, Words create lies. Pain can be trusted. Mm-hmm. I was like, oof, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Again, that's, I mean, two, but dude. <laughs> and then I thought, so it was so funny. I was watching this back in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and Brad was about to go ref a hockey game, so he came back to get his stuff. And right when he walks in, she's shoving these acupuncture needles in that little thin skin right underneath your mm-hmm. eyeball, and he was like, ooh. Is this, what is this? I
1: was like, I told you to come watch it with me. So, Eli Roth actually watched this movie, and he took it as part of his view for Hostel, mm-hmm. honestly. And you can definitely see it in the fact that she's still in white, but she's got this intense apron on.
0: Oh yeah, so she's she, ready. Yes, so yeah. she doesn't get blood on it. Which and she, is just
1: like in Hostel. Laid
0: out like a, oh, she's so, like tart she's got all her tools ready, yeah. she's got
1: him on this blanket not
0: to leave blood anywhere, which doesn't matter later but yeah and she also says after she sticks these needles right below i thought she was sticking them in his eyes mm-hmm. and at that point i was like oh my god not that underneath him is much better but right after that she says you only know who you are by going through pain and suffering so she's going to make him suffer absolutely and then this would be the worst part for me. If I was a parent, I'm not. But if I was a parent, she says, your son has to feel pain too. Yep. You love your son, but you only love me, right? Mm-hmm. And then she takes out her fucking piano wire. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Back it up first. Because okay. Because I'm sorry. sorry. The Gotta continue with the acupuncture needles. She puts them in his stomach, and then she's like straddling him. Oh, yeah. And she slides up his body so that the acupuncture needles bend and shove more into his body that is
0: horrific but also <laughs> kind of awesome i don't mean like <laughs> listen i'm not saying that i would go and do that but I'm, it's like if you're in a movie like that like you want to see like yes. some creative it was very shit. very
1: creative yes i agree but awesome oh my god putting yourself in that
0: yeah No. how horrible no i i I couldn't. Okay. But then the piano wire Then the piano wire is even worse. And she takes it, and she puts these little chains around his leg. It's like a bracket-looking kind of thing around his – right above where she does it. And she takes it, and she wraps it around his foot, and she just starts sawing. And she has to brace herself. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. She starts sawing his foot off. And it's so funny because she's so meticulous about her cleanliness, and she's wearing an apron – and then she cuts his foot off, and she just throws it against his glass sliding window. Yes, with blood just everywhere. And she's like, hey, just I tosses loved it. That. <laughs> you just see it butt against the glass, yes. and you're like, ooh, his foot is no longer a part of her. And again, on the camera angles and the cinematography in this, when she's sawing his foot off, she looks happier than she has in the entire movie. It is just... This is what makes her happy. This is joy. This is Mm -hmm. like I said, absolutely. She's having so much fun.
1: And I love She's like a little girl. It
0: made it fun to fun to watch. It's it's
1: a horror movie. We all know it's know Creepy bitches already. But dude,
0: I thought it was so fun to watch her just being like, Oh my god, it's this is so fun and then his foot just comes clean off. But then the sun comes home early, in the middle of this torture session. And at first she's put off, but then she's like, she gets this little spray bottle out and she's like, bring it on. Mm -hmm. So he sees his son come in and then it cuts away again. Mm -hmm. He's somewhere else. He's hallucinating how things basically could have gone differently or something like Mm -hmm. that. So he wakes up at the hotel after they had sex, but instead of her being gone, she's still there and he's relieved. He's fucking scared though. Oh yeah. I would be, oh my, I wouldn't be around her anymore if that was just a dream. No. Yeah. Your dreams try to tell you shit, too. I'll just say,
1: break up with her right now. Yeah.
0: And so that she, he's like, oh, my God. We're laying in bed. She turns her over. She accepts his proposal. It's all very I sweet. I love when
1: he checks to see if he has feet in his dream. That's, like, my favorite part. He touches part. his feet.
0: He's like, Whoo, he's got it under the blanket and then pulls it up. <laughs> I got the feet. So. And then it cuts back to I mean he's washing his face and he's relieved and she's like, oh what's wrong? And he's like, nothing, nothing. And then it cuts back to the
1: torture scene. Well First of all, so we forgot to mention that she's been making this sound. It's like creak, creak,
0: creak, creak. She's even making that, that sound that
1: whole time while she's torturing him. So when he thinks he's waking up and they're back in the hotel room, he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna get over this. It's gonna be fine." And then she walks in the bathroom with him and she makes that fucking sound again. She goes creak, 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 and that's even, when he
0: wakes up. Didn't even notice it. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> know. I didn't even know to mention it because I didn't even notice it. So good on you. I missed that. But it cuts back to this torture scene, and she's spraying his son in the face with. Yeah. You don't. You don't really know. I'm assuming I'm it's something like. like bear spray. Oh, I was. Or okay, yeah, yeah maybe that, that makes sense. Either way, something to debilitate him. Yes, either knock him out, like chloroform, or, or hurt his just eyes, knock so him on his see. ass. Yes, yeah. exactly. And the son really saves this he's amazing he so he runs up the stairs which first of all i was like don't fucking run out the door don't Mm -hmm. run up the stairs because in like scream all these horror movies they're like i'm gonna go corner myself to where i can't get out but she goes up after him and he kicks her down the stairs and completely you think she might be dead or she's knocked out or something of the sort or maybe she's
1: not because it's a horror movie and she's gonna launch you
0: know. Well, she talks, later. she does. She d- later. In a minute, she talks. What the fuck happened with her neck, though? I'm just. Well, it kind of. I don't know if it like broke her neck it's and like, it wasn't like, turning around angle and like
1: twitching or something. I don't know. Yeah. Creep me out. Like she's laying there. She had stopped talking, mm-hmm. and she's laying there dead, we presume, and her neck is still twitching, and it's like. Mm. I don't know,
0: because there's that's... nothing supernatural about this movie. No, it's at all. all just a horrible torture, crazy yes. bitch movie. But the son calls the police. Smart. Yeah. And it ends basically, he sees her, he's still debilitated on the floor. Mm -hmm. And he kind of is looking over at where her body is. And then she starts talking and reciting all the lines that he fell for. Yep. And I was Uh. like, oh, that's, and that's basically how it ended. Of Her reciting all the lines that he fell for that ended him in this position. But he does, it does end with, him being alive. The only Mm -hmm. casualty in this family was the dog, Dog. Mm -hmm. unfortunately.
1: But who knows how many people she had killed before Oh, yeah.
0: We at least know of two.
1: So, you're left with a lot of questions in this movie. Oh, yeah. And I kind of... So, I I found this movie on... Because of Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments. That's how Mm -hmm. I found it. And when I originally watched it years ago, I kind of hated the fact that you had so many questions. When I rewatched it this time... I I understood it more because you have all these questions because the main character has all these questions. He doesn't know her. She's been lying about so many things he
0: doesn't know who she is so you don't know who she is. Yeah. And I liked that little touch. I think when you're a horror fan and you've grown up a horror fan Mm -hmm. you stop needing those answers. Absolutely. You know you just start accepting things. There are some movies that I'm like what the hell was that, and I'm pissed. Right. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. But this one's not one of those. You're just like, oh, shit, that was a wild ride. Yes. And it's a good one. This is one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite films. That's great. Yeah. yeah he's he's a crazy dude, too. Yeah. Love it. And Rob Zombie. He found it, he said, the most creepy and unsettling horror movie he'd ever watched. And that was at that time. That's a lot coming from Rob both Zombie. of those men, honestly. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: You have Reservoir Dogs where you know he cuts some dude's ear off and talks into it, and then you have just Rob Zombie, all of his horror movies. You have all of that stuff in those men, like this
0: one. Yeah, and and for Eli Roth to take so much. Yes, I mean Hostel. I can't even. I couldn't even finish Hostel to be honest. I Mm -hmm. love gory and torture, but I just could. The Achilles tendon thing. I was. I'm out. Yeah, I was it done. gets worse after that. Yeah, I figured, <laughs> and I for that to now, granted, I haven't watched it since like middle school, so I could probably watch it now and be like, huh. Well, it'll be know? on our list eventually. I'll I know. Watch it. We actually had before we even started this podcast, we were like, we love horror so much, let's do something together mm-hmm. with it. We had the hundred best horror movies of each year since horror yes. had been a genre, according to Rotten Tomatoes, and we also had. I don't know where we got this list, but it was, like, the most disturbing movies ever made, and Audition was on it. Yes, it was. And the Mm -hmm. only one I think we got to was Antichrist before we started this podcast.
1: We watched another one, Serial Killer.
0: We did, we did. I don't remember his name. Portrait of a Serial Killer, right?
1: Yeah, but Henry Lucas. Henry Lucas, Portrait of a Serial Killer. That was really disturbing because of the rape and stuff in it, but we're not talking about that movie. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Uh, don't watch that movie if you are sensitive. Or really any of the disturbing. It seems like all the disturbing movies are about sex torture. Yeah, and, and exactly. So trigger warning. Like, don't watch those <laughs> because it is very triggering.
1: So this movie was actually shot in three weeks, which... Really? Three weeks. That's less than
0: Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> I was
1: saying, So when you're talking about, when we were talking about The Exorcist in the beginning, The Exorcist mm-hmm. took six months, I'm pretty sure? The Exorcist took over a year. Okay, but I think shooting was only six months, right? I, six well, months Well, they somewhere had a lot somewhere. of
0: problems on
1: set because it was haunted. Okay. But... Okay, so The Exorcist took over a year. This movie took three weeks. Just think of how fast
0: they had to do that. That's uh, crazy to me. I can't... Cannot. Don't want to. Because... And it was done amazingly. The only reason I it's hard to think about is because these movies are so emotionally draining mm-hmm. to make... I mean, imagine doing this in three weeks and the content you're creating. Absolutely. How difficult that is to... Th- on you. And especially on these torture scenes physically. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know obviously he's not actually being tortured, but he has to put himself in that mindset in order to act it and act it well. Absolutely. So something me as a little emo kid really loved... I didn't actually know this until I was kind of looking into the movie... But the music video for the first single for My Chemical Romance, Bless, it was Honey, This Mirror Isn't Big Enough for the Two of Us, had a very similar storyline to this movie but with a different ending. Interesting. So the 2006 to 2008 Amanda that wore literally, like, (laughs) black eyeshadow from the bags of my eyes to my eyebrows, loved that. (laughs) And it is included in the 1001 movies you must see before you die. By Steven Schneider. Certainly. Yeah, I mean, it's really not as gory as like hostile. It's not gory, just a bee gory. You don't
1: see the torture. I yep. mean, it, it talks about being such a torturous movie. You don't
0: see You don't see you her see putting her f- the needles in his right.
1: eyes. You don't see her cutting his foot off. You see the wire,
0: and she throws his foot later. You just see the bliss in her face yes. while she's doing it, and exactly. you can hear things. So it's really, yes, it is a disturbing film, but is it a film that is going to, at least for me, it's not like I couldn't sleep or that I had mm-hmm. weird dreams, because I do dream a lot and very vividly, especially when I watch yeah. these films.
1: What and, which
0: you're going to talk about
1: episodes later we're eventually gonna get to those you guys yeah i gotta buy a dream journal but um
0: so it's definitely a movie that i think if you're a horror fan and you're okay with gore even if you're okay with just some gore and you're not all in for blood and guts there's no real guts or anything like that in this movie even
1: blood it's just a quick flash of his foot being thrown yeah it's like a splatter of
0: blood could have been ketchup yep so if you put yourself in the position of the main character though that's when it really gets terrifying but it's absolutely it's a fun movie to watch and i think the cool thing and kind of the daunting thing about watching foreign films is what you know reading the subtitles because you have to be into it like i said i couldn't even take notes because i had to be staring at the screen the whole time and that also lends to more understanding you don't miss things
1: exactly i'm one of those people who i hate just staring at the tv Unless I have to with like a foreign film. I I like doing other things during it. With this you have to be prepared to stare at it.
0: Yeah. So really enjoyed this movie. For me I'd probably say like a three and a half out of five. Only because of I thought that there was like a little too much not exciting stuff. I wanted to see a little bit more.
1: Yeah, that's fair, absolutely. This holds a special place in my heart yeah. as one of my Japanese horror starters, so I'd probably give it a little bit more, that's, maybe yeah. just a flat four, but I wouldn't give it a five. See, I'd never even the
0: best, heard of this movie until you told me to watch amazing. it. So I think if I had had that, uh, I'd seen it when I was younger, it'd mm-hmm. be higher on my list too. Absolutely. So next week, you want to play a game? Until then, stay creepy.